Hello, and welcome to Breadcrumbs, a podcast brought to you by Trace Labs. Our mission here is to deliver OSINT for everyone. We hear from community leaders, industry experts, and everyday people about the tools, topics, and techniques that will make your OSINT collection better. Hello, and thank you for joining us. I am joined by Ava Prokofiev, and she is going to talk to us about thinking outside the box. We're going to be talking about passwords and everything you never thought you knew about them. Ava, thank you for joining us. How's it going? Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, Great. Really great to be here. Very good. We are on opposite sides of the world in the interest of operational security. I won't tell you which sides, but I definitely appreciate Ava making some time for me today. Um, Ava, hopefully everyone listening to this has already read your amazing blog post. I know I really enjoyed it. Could you just give us a quick, like sort of high level scan, uh, what the post is and maybe what made you want to write it? So throughout my years of uh, working in cyber intelligence and uh, doing many online investigations, I witnessed many times that companies within the intelligence domain, uh, when they do an assessment of uh, another organization's data breach or an individual's data breach, so they often focus on the information they see, right? So that would be um, looking at a data breach in a very straightforward approach. When you say approach, could you go into a bit of depth there? Like what exactly is the standard approach? Of course. The approach I mean is that um, basically all these companies and all these assessments are performed uh, relying on a lot of automated platforms. And see, this is the issue because a lot of platforms, they do only one task, right? They don't think like uh, like a human would, like a uh, human intelligence would. And the best platform, it cannot replace human intelligence or the experience or expertise that, uh, you know, an investigator can bring in. And so this is the reason that I see a lot of times there is a lot of information that is being missed uh, during investigations. And there is a lot of information that is hidden in plain sight, you know, because looking at a data breach and providing um, providing the credentials that were compromised. This is not the end goal for me, right? This is this is pre- this is the base. This is pretty basic things. You can get so much more information if you go further with this. Okay, so just to kind of summarize, I think what I just heard was that the standard approach is to utilize platforms um, that do automate a lot of tasks, but they just do a task that they were programmed to do. You know, even an, even an AI platform is still just trained on data that someone thought that it needed. But it sounds like the approach you're describing is a bit more human and not just looking at passwords and data breaches as the end result, but it sounds like it could just be the beginning or at least a useful pivot point. Is that correct? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. And I think that, you know, the manual work kind of the manual investigation is what really brings the value. And that is specifically what I wanted to shed some light on. And, you know, passwords is just one example out of many key points, which you 
look at during an, an investigation. So it's just an idea, essentially. Cool. Okay. Well, would you want to walk us through your post? Uh, you don't have to read it to us word for word, um, but just hit on some of the the uh, big points, and I'll probably have a couple of questions along the way just from my own reading. Okay. So I started off the blog with saying, what is a password, right? Because when usually when we choose a password, we often don't really think about it too much. Also, when we reuse passwords, we don't really think about it. Humans tend to, you know, just be very lazy. So we tend to use the same passwords. We tend to, um, you know, use pretty easy passwords. And so it makes the life easier in a way for the investigators or for, you know, um, OSINT analysts to find and connect all this information. So I wanted to specifically focus on the passwords and the analysis of them, because often when we choose something, we choose a password based on something that we can kind of associate ourselves with. So it could be, you know, a movie, a person, or some kind of memory of, of ours, or anything like that, anything else in that matter. Um, and then I wanted to kind of bring out the importance of a password because I see in many investigations that even even when you find as much information as you can about, let's say, a target, okay, uh, you still kind of don't really push the potential that you can with passwords and the password analysis. So let's say in most reports, you will see something like just the leaked credentials of a person, but you will not actually go to think, hey, what can I do with this password? Or is there any kind of reverse search that I can do or anything else that will extract me more information or something, you know, like a username, for example, because a password can be also a username. And I can tell you that I had several cases where I actually used this method and I found things that I wouldn't have found any other way, you know, searching the name of the person or anything like that. So it's really, it's really useful. Nice. So <clears throat> basically human beings, given the opportunity, um, will probably reveal something about themselves when they're asked to pick a password. It could be a child's name, a favorite color. It could be a job. It could be a sports team. Pretty much all of us, given the opportunity, would just pick a revealing password or a password that betrays something about us. And that was one of my favorite parts of the post was like just having never thought about it that way. Once you had that piece of information, um, if you had my password, how would you pivot with that? Like, what would you do, you know, once you just found my password in a breach? I mean, in the end, there are so many things you can do, right? I think in the post, I just gave kind of the initial few key points as to what you can do and where you can look. So the first thing I would do personally is I would do a reverse search. Let me give you an example. So I've had this case where there was um, this person, right? And I had his password. I had his first, uh, first uh, email, which was his Gmail account. And uh, what I did, basically, I did a reverse search to try to find any email address, additional email, email address uh, with the same password and with the same first name, right? 
Uh, and what I found is I found many other additional uh, compromised email addresses with the same password and um, the same first name of the person and then an additional an additional number. So essentially the user ID was like um, target uh, 22, for example, right? So that led me to uh, a username and that led me to additional social platforms and you know so on and so forth. Okay, so so pivoting out saying okay, this is the person's password. Let's find everywhere that password is. And you know if you already have a username or an email to go along with that, that can reveal some some platforms or some behaviors that might not have already been known. That's really cool. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that many people don't think of, so this is actually really interesting, but if you look at your keyboard and you, sometimes people, when they choose a password, they want to be really creative. And so they do like a symbol and they, it's easy to remember kind of like in, in that kind of way. Um, yeah, so I guess it's really about doing your research about the password. I think general knowledge is really important here because some passwords might, you know, have meanings from movies or something like that, that in any kind of case, it would be really useful information about, you know, depending on who your, your target is. So there's a lot of things to go around this. Okay. In your own work, have you found more use out of sort of the, the reverse password search and pivot, or do you get more value out of the personally revealing details of a password or does it just kind of depend on the individual? I think it depends on the individual because, you know, in the end of the day, each case is unique and um, each investigation is a little different. But I would generally say that this type of approach can be applied to any type of you know, investigation stage, not necessarily passwords. From a maybe tools and resources point of view, do you have like a go-to service to search for breach data? Or I should say an, an open source uh, source. <laughs> it's a really gray line. Um, <laughs> I know that some, you know, some, some people I talk to have access to things that not everyone has access to. So I always add in that open source caveat. I generally like to rely on my own um, databases and my own, you know, personal kind of findings and developments. Yeah, and the the interesting thing about um, data breaches and data dumps is if you can get a hold of a really good like collection of them, you might you probably don't even need like a service like say um, dehashed or you know you probably don't have to pay for it if you already have that information saved somewhere or have access to that information if you look at at least here in the United States the number of breaches that have happened in the last 5 years you know i was probably in all 5 so as long as you have a decent collection um, you're probably going to be good to find someone in there, at least here in the U.S., I'll say. Right, or at least you have a good chances to. So from an operational security point of view, 
I think you've done a fantastic job of laying out how an investigator can use this information. How can the rest of us maybe mitigate something like this? I, I think I've got a pretty good idea, but I'd love to hear your take on it. Like how can everyday people maybe prevent someone that's not as good intentioned as yourself from just pivoting around? It's, it's a really great question. I think the first thing that comes to my mind is um, using different passwords because if you if you even have similar patterns and not necessarily in passwords, but generally in life as a person, so it's kind of easy to trace back, right, to additional, you know, platforms or accounts or anything like that. So just be very unique to every single thing and make sure you understand you're actually sharing online right um make sure that even your user id is different even things like that that can be cross-matched with other information is unique enough to perhaps not be traced back to you know other information that you have okay very good so kind of the standard like one, don't reuse passwords. And it's probably best if we all relied on password managers to generate those passwords, not what we think is random. Yeah. I don't believe in password managers, by the way. Really? Yeah. No, not. Let's talk about that. I would love to hear, because typically the people that I talk to are all on team password managers. So I'd love to hear your take on it. I just, I don't know. I guess from a security standpoint, um, it's kind of, I'm kind of paranoid about it. <laughs> if that makes sense. And yeah, so I just, uh, you know, try to be creative offline and, you know, yeah. Okay. No, I think I can definitely see that side of it. So at the risk of doxing myself, I, I use LastPass and I'm, I'm giving LastPass a tremendous amount of trust, you right. know, just assuming that everything they've laid out in their privacy policy and everything on their website is true. Something else that I kind of give a lot of thought to is, you know, most people will say, oh, you know, I, I only use open source tools because it can be audited. Well, yeah, if someone audits it, like I can't do that. I don't have those skills. <laughs> I'm, I'm depending on somebody else out there in the community has audited this piece of code. <laughs> um, so I definitely see it both ways. So how do you think that the information from your post could be incorporated into, say, a Tracelab search party CTF? Uh, it's a great question. And let me tell you more than that. I actually, part of the reason that I wanted to write this uh, blog post was at some light on the approach, the methodology, uh, the way of thinking um, on, you know, what to do or how to do differently during investigation and um, one of the things one of the reasons is also because I wanted to provide more information to the community that helps for the trace lab CTFs because for my I also participate in CTFs and I think this is really a a really important cause right and even you know what I believe in uh, and my kind of thinking and methodology is that even this small piece of information you can find is really valuable and, you know, can make a big change in, in the findings or in the, you know, provide the right answers and so on and so forth. So this was also um, the reason for me doing that. 
Um, <clears throat> is there any any sort of final thoughts or closing remarks you'd like to make? I think the most important thing I can suggest to fellow OSINT colleagues is uh, to properly develop their methodology metrics. And what I mean by that is, you know, to be able to properly define what information you have um, and within the same investigation to understand, you know, to take this information as a base and understand what stands out or what information is missing. And this is the approach I like to take. And so um, this is the reason, another reason why I also um, thought about writing this post, because this is, you know, the way I think, the way I kind of um, approach investigations. Excellent. And thank you so much for taking the time to make that post. I found it incredibly valuable, and I think that other people will too. This has been another episode of Breadcrumbs. If you'd like to learn more about the organization, you can find us at tracelabs.org. Find us on Twitter, at Trace Labs. But if you really want to find us, just follow the breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm.